It's recording. Um, there's something that we're supposed to say at the start. What is it, Jack? We're out the gate. <laughs> yes. I love it. Thank you, Tim. Good to see you both. You too. Hello, hello. We're both well. You well? Doing well. Very well. Um, Tim, update. You um, recently ruined some shoes. Um, any movement on that? Yes, there's been a, a big update. So I was very fortunate. I went out uh, to our good friends at the running company. Went and saw a, a good friend, Ben Ludbrook and, and Toby Mende, the, the elite runners, um, and uh, just bit the bullet and bought a pair of New Balance Super Comp trainers, New Balance very fine shoes, um, and, and came through with the goods and their amazing shoes. Um, so that was without any refund or anything. And then um, a couple of days later, got a call from Athletes Foot coming through with the goods saying that uh, the that Hocker had refunded the money. So it got me 270 store credit back. And, and because I had now these fast road running shoes and given that I'm doing a trail run, decided to go out and buy a pair of trail shoes for the longer, slower runs. Beautiful. So a pair of Nike. Uh, Nike Pegasus trails, which are quite comfortable. Nice, and they will not go in the dryer. No, they won't go. So <laughs> the uh, any washing now will be by hand, and I'll just be patient enough to to let it sit out and and dry under the the heater. Um, I got some feedback from my father who listened to uh, that episode, and he said, "Tell Tim to put newspaper." old newspapers in them and, and put them by a heater or a fire if you've got a fire. And then I suggested, what about uh, a hairdryer? Yeah, well, that's a good idea. But, like, they were dripping wet. I was just trying to wring them out a bit before I then sat them in front of the heater to, to dry. But Wring them out under a scorching dryer. No, well, it was meant, it was, I explained this. It was meant to be a spin cycle. So uh, it doesn't matter. It's in the past. It was a good, good outcome. Thank you very much to Athletes Foot and Hocker for, for looking after us. But, um, yeah, now I have two lovely pairs of shoes, one for the road and one for the trails, and we're doing well. Beautiful. That's what we like to hear. I just wanted to hear that uh, and get that on the record just so we, we had that on the number. I just I love a bargain, and I also love a good story of, of putting something in the dryer and you getting your money back. <laughs> yes. Um, and, obviously, new shoes. Awesome. Yep. Uh, Link, any, anything, any updates on, on – your weekend was good. I know you went away. or Ocean Yeah, uh, weekend down the beach with Mum and Grace, which was fantastic, so very relaxing. Uh, we sat on the beach in 15-degree sunny weather, and it was it was hot, you know, That's uh, and we got a little slice of spring. Hopefully, that continues, uh, but I don't think it will. Um, what about you, Jack? No, 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 no. I will get to me. I'm okay. sorry. I've got, I need to ask you both another question. How is the movement 200 going? Sorry. Going well. Still staying consistent. What are we? Today's day 17, I think. Yep. Um, so I'll probably go for a little bit of a trundle as long as the weather's okay. If not, I'll jump on the bike and prepare for the half marathon on Sunday. Perfect. Oh, yes. You're doing the Melbourne yes. half. Yep. Tim, sorry, your question. How's your no socials, no cake, donut slices, no Coke, soft drinks, social media going? It's going well. Yes. Yes, there's nothing uh, nothing tempting or, or anything like that. Nothing. I'm just in cruise control now, so we're all good. No cravings, no? No, no. Oh, you're a machine. Yep. You're a machine, and I'm well, thank you. Great weekend away. Um, lots of nice little runs with my dad. I tried to get my brother out there, um, but he's just lazy. Well, he's a father, um, 
And I know other fathers who put in the work, and I told him, but I can't say anything. He doesn't listen to the podcast, so it's fine. I said, <laughs> well, if you want to go running at five in the morning, I'm more than happy to go running at five in the morning. Oh, no, let's go at six. I wake up at 5.30, sweet ass. Oh, can we go at 6.30? Sweet ass, all good. I'm awake, I'm ready, I have a cup of tea with Dad. Get another message. Oh, just go without me. Albie, who's my nephew, two-year-old, is um, unsettled or something. So I was like, sweet ass. But I'm just like... If you had got up at the initial time, you would have been fine. Thank you, Tim, yes. But hey, he's a parent, I'm not. I can't say shit because he will yell at me. But yes, that was very frustrating. But no, great weekend. Now, today's episode. We didn't touch on it last week. We got the hat. We got the hat back. We got the hat. The hat is back. It's a bit of a beanie look today. A rolled up above the ear look. Uh, you look very nice today. That's Jack. the vibe going. Yeah, you do you like the yellow? I do. I yeah. do notice that the yes. matching shoes and the matching top. And yes, then the- and I tried to go for the yellow beanie. Very Melbourne. Melbourne-esque. That's very Melbourne, right? Melbourne. It is. Yeah, yeah. I'm going for the Melbourne yeah. look. The indie look. Indie look. Yeah. I listen to Triple J look. Oh, we can't say Triple J when we've got the host of Power FM sitting here. I sometimes listen to Triple J. Ooh, okay. Yep. Um, government Station. Triple J, if you're hiring. <laughs> <laughs> we've, got the, we've got the list. Uh, to 23. One to 23. Boys. Take your pick. I'll draw one out, and I think I've got 12. Which is? I thought Jack look. was going to read it. Oh, sorry. No, no, you, you go, Link. <laughs> oh, do I collect that. anything? It's a great question. Uh, do I collect anything? I'd say yes, based on... But what do you think I collect? You collect Lego and yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah, I collect lots. So I, yeah, collect Lego. I collect games, Um which is becoming less and less because more games are becoming online. So it's just more of a downloadable library. Um, I'd say collect exercise equipment or items. So like shoes and bikes and gears and lots of, lots of different types of exercise stuff. Um, yeah, I, I do collect a few things. Cool. What have you got? Sorry, can I just um, double check there? You said you collect bikes? Yeah. Uh, as in, like, exercise bike, I got two oh, of them. Okay. I changed a little bit. When I, I was going to say, do you have one I can borrow? <laughs> we are looking for some mountain bikes. Yeah. yeah. Again, any, any listeners out there want to give up about six mountain bikes, let us know. Sarah will also need one as she's joining us on our little road trip. We'll try to convince her too. Uh, but what about you boys? Collecting anything? Uh, key rings. Key rings? Yeah, I have about 150, maybe 200 Key rings. Wow. Yeah, so everywhere I go, uh, when I travelled a bit of Japan, um, America and Canada, every little town and stuff, I would always get a key ring. Yeah, uh, I have a, yeah, it's, it's a weird collection actually. I don't know why I started. I think because my gran, my mum's mum, bought me a key ring years ago and my oma made me, which is my grandma on my dad's side, made me like this notebook that was made from... She made this leather backing for it, and it was a little notebook that you could put on a key ring. So I would just always attach everything to that, other key rings. Never wrote in it, but would just collect key rings. So, yeah, key rings. There you go. Do you have a Ballarat one? I do have a Ballarat one. Love yeah, it's, it's the, um, I'm going to say Civic Hall, I think it is, or maybe the Town Hall. I bought it from um, the Lydia Street General Store. Nice. They sell tea towels as well. <laughs> but I don't use tea towels. Yeah, shout, shout out to <laughs> our sponsors at the Lydia's <laughs> Two General Store. <laughs> 
Sam, do you collect anything? Uh, not really. I have a lot of hats, caps. I think I've got a, over about 60 different variants of Boston-related hats. I would say that's a – you collect. Yeah. Or, <laughs> I haven't bought any recently or a heap recently. Because um, you're spending money on shoes. <laughs> yeah. Or no, even in the last like 12 months. Like I used to buy, buy them regularly like once a month sort of thing, but now have died off on that. Uh, probably just because I've got enough. Yeah, true. In the past, I used to collect footy jumpers, footy jerseys. So I had um, one from every team and about 60-something in total. Um, lots of different types. Uh, collected footy cards as a kid. Uh, interesting one, Beanie Kids when I was much younger. Yep. Um, I had a shit ton of them and I think the thought was that one day they'd be worth something, and they were they were growing in popularity. And I probably should have jumped on the uh, the sell train, but there's still a couple of hundred sitting in their shed, and they're probably worth a couple of bucks each. So, yeah, so you still have the beanie they're babies? All, they're all sitting there in like Ziploc bags, and have the um, jerseys, the Guernseys, and stuff. Yeah, it's all there. It's just always oh, oh, it's, it's a mum and dad's house. Yeah, yeah, and storage. Yep, that's cool, bro. Hmm. I can just picture them um, in like a man cave or or somewhere hung up, um, looking all nice. Or, or you want to sell them? Or? Uh, no, uh, previously I was like, yeah, I'll get them framed and stuff. There's a few sort of meaningful match match worn ones and, and that sort of stuff. But aside from that, now, like I'd, uh, I can't see them hanging up anywhere. I'd rather a nice, clean, clutter free house. Yeah, true. Um, as opposed to to that, but um, yeah, potentially up for grabs if they can make some money one day. We'll see the Beanie Kids. Hopefully, that's the big one to sell. <laughs> that's, the, that's the boys' college fund. It's fucking. That's the trip to America. Solid. Yeah. Um, I'll go number one to twenty-seven. Twenty-three. S- I thought. Six to times two divided by equals. But, but it doesn't matter because you're picking it out of the hat, Jack. Ten. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter what number you pick. You've just drawn it out and you've got a number ten. Well done. <laughs> that's right. Number What's 10. it say? <laughs> oh, what lessons from your childhood have most impacted your world view? Oh, world view from my childhood. Damn. Um, world view. Uh, maybe not world view, maybe just my world and what I – you know, people and things that I deal with, personalities, it would be, that's a really good question. And I, I wrote these questions down, courtesy of Google. Shout out to our sponsor, Google. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll probably say everyone is different and learning that from a young age and almost being told that that everyone is different and you can't deal with everyone the same helped me realise that, you will work and deal with many walks of life. Um, I think it was I had a boss, and I must have been maybe 15, and I had a boss who just wasn't very nice, and I knew that it wasn't me that they were upset with, but they would constantly pick on me, and I've always been the scapegoat, um, which is fine because I'm self-deprecating, but I realised that um, everyone's going through shit, me included, but then people deal with it different ways. So you have to deal with people different ways. So I don't think it's changed my worldview because the world's a big place, but it's definitely changed my view on 
how other people walk in, in the world that we live in. Because I, I, if I don't know you or deal with you, then I don't know you or know what you're about. But as soon as I deal with someone, you can kind of gauge, oh, you're a bit of this type of person or you you remind me of this type of person that I know. Oh, you know, And we gravitate towards people we, we feel comfortable with. Um, I think that's that's what changed the most, I suppose. And what I deal with now is, you, yeah, you almost have to, you know, oh, it's okay, I'll stroke your ego a little bit. And, okay, you like to be dealt with like this, so I'm going to deal with you like this. Or you like a bit of this way to be dealt with. Like, it's all different. I feel sorry for managers. Mm. Really? Deal yeah. with a lot of people. Yeah, deal with a lot of people. So, and I'm grateful for that learning from a young age. But, yeah, that's probably, probably it. You guys, anything that's from your guys' childhood that made you go, whoa? No, I think mum was always just a, probably similar to what you touched on, Jack, but just to embrace individuality. Um, and respect as long as you're nice to other people, then hopefully, you know, no matter what type of person they are, then embrace them. Mm. Um, but apart from that, that's probably what I've lived by, just be be who you are. Moshi? Nice. Uh, I think just like when I was in the hospital, it was probably just like hard work and persistence will eventually pay off. Um, and like not uh, saying that something will be too hard or, or whatever just going out and doing it or doing whatever you can to contribute to it. It's been a big one. All right, Tim, your turn. My to turn. Can pick, we pa- pa- yep. pass the hat over? Pass the hat over. Uh, uh, there's numbers 1 to 23 in there in the uh, hat, so uh, 10 uh, and uh, Link's number have been pulled. I've picked one out here, um, number 22. Yep. Um, what two big turning points in your life do you consider to be the most significant? Very interesting. Can I guess these for you? You can guess them, yeah. I would say your hospital visit yeah. when you were younger and then I would say you having children. Yep, he's on the money. Yeah, he's <laughs> done very well there. Well done, yep. Link. Yep. Uh, and yeah, they're, they're by far the big two. Um, I'd, I'd had a oh, – obviously like meeting Sarah and having the kids you can sort of group together. That was um, – sort of right place at the right time sort of thing, meeting Sarah and then obviously leading into the kids. Um, and then uh, I think one other that sort of shaped like professional career was uh, working out in the gym at uni and I think I've spoken about this before. One of the lecturers come up to me and said, have you thought about strength and conditioning? Um, and that sort of gave me like a clear view of what to work towards and what to do. So that was – pretty important otherwise I don't think I'd be here right now so that was another big one mm. about you Barnsley I would say first one's probably moving from Perth over to Victoria so obviously leaving a group of mates um, and one side of the family when I was 13 to come and make new friends and uh, adopt a new side of the family over here so mum's side was from here um, that's probably a big one not a chance to well, I wouldn't say a chance to rebrand myself, but a chance to get away and to, yeah, to create new friends and foster new relationships. And then probably I'd say the next biggest one is leaving the education system and taking a, a gamble and going to do my master's of SNC and entering this field properly. Um, and yeah, haven't looked back since because of that decision and yeah, love where I am now. So it's yeah, two big ones there, Jack. Uh, two, one, very similar to you, Link, moving from New Zealand to Perth. 
where dad was and then mum, me, my brother and sister were like, well, we're going to go. Uh, I was 16, turning 17, um, left, I was at an all-boys school, rugby mad school, my best friends were there and getting that ultimatum of you either go to boarding school or you come with us and I was like, fuck boarding school, I heard the stories. Um, the only good thing from boarding school was the, f- the meals they got at lunchtime because we used to trade with the boarding boys. Good food. <laughs> and would have been probably leaving my career job in broadcasting when I was in 2016, when I was 21. Um, I was fortunate enough to go straight into my career. From I started on radio at uh, 17 at the end of my – yeah, Fuck, I don't even know how. Yeah, I was 17, turning 18 on radio. I just left Perth. Um, I started making friends, but I had this opportunity to go into my career. But then I felt like I had missed all the stuff of being 18. And that was really, really hard. Um, And leaving that after three years of working in radio and traveling overseas and living in America and Canada – um, yeah, that that was that changed my life for the better. Um, yeah, that would be the two big points that yeah I would go back to. I suppose very grateful that they've happened. Some cool things, some bad things. Life is good. Life is good. Thanks to the hat. Yeah, thanks to the hat. Three great, great, yeah, great prompts. Great questions. Good hat as well, Tim. Is that one of your Boston ones? Oh, it's a, it's a creamy coloured uh, skull cap beanie sort of set up. So Melbourne style beanie. Melbourne style beanie. <laughs> Thank you. Trendy, indie, um, and yeah, we'll leave it with that with a message from our sponsors. Uh, so we've got the uh, Amino Energy here today. Uh, we've actually got the Blue Raz, which is very nice, um, and enjoying that as a little bit of a mix-up to the cherry. Thank you, and uh, we'll see you next week.